The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. You're listening to Very Loose Women on Resonance 104.4 FM. This episode was recorded in a pub near the Resonance Studios, and we invited some friends and listeners to come and join us making a show. Here it is. Thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. This is our third Very Loose Women show in the pub. I'm Leo. I'm Emma. And I'm Catherine. So obviously at some point we're going to try and answer Leo's burning question of what is a date? But first off, I thought we could all... (laughs) That is one answer to the question. But first off, I thought we might talk about our own first ever date experiences. Catherine's got a great first date. My first date definitely set the bar high in terms of total like cheesiness but I was 18 years old so I was easily impressed 18 so it's quite late I'd actually had a I'd had two boyfriends before but they'd never taken me out anywhere so I'm calling this my first date because it was like a date situation and he actually approached me on Facebook back in 2005 when not that many people were on Facebook so someone just messaged he must have gone to a very good university (laughs) I got a poke um, and I was like, who's this person poking me? Back in the day, that was actually acceptable. Yeah, it was. Um, so I poked him back and I looked at his um Hold on, profile. can I just say, my mum pokes me on Facebook still. I think that's okay. <laughs> Is that a date? I, don't know, where you, it's not I a date. don't know where you find the poke section. Is it still there? Anyway. Let's ask Esther. We had we engaged in some mutual poking and I was like, oh, who's this person? And his profile wasn't that filled in, but there was a picture of him like um half naked so like he had his top off and I was like "Mm, he kind of looks like nice but he was at the same university but like doing his finals while I was a fresher um I know so looking back on it that two-year age difference seemed at the time like a really big deal obviously it's not but he um asked me out to a pub and said like let's go for a drink and I didn't know him we didn't have any friends in common and I was a bit frightened so a friend of mine actually hid in the pub pretending not to know me just in case he's very safety conscious a, a problematic individual the date was slightly embarrassing because when he said what do you want to drink back then my drink of choice was i'll have a malibu and pineapple juice please and he was like i don't want to order that at the bar because i come to this pub really regularly and the barman will laugh at me and i don't think i could come again and i was like that's all I want. So get me Malibu and pineapple juice. So anyway, he went and ordered that and we sat in the bar and he was like, yeah, sorry, mate, I'm really embarrassed about this, but uh, she wants Malibu and pineapple juice. And the barman was like, girls. (laughs) So I was like, okay, this is slightly embarrassing. But anyway, so I had seven of those. And... uh, (laughs) I was just amazed because on the way home, it was so overwhelmingly romantic. He said, as we walk home, which was half an hour, I'm going to kiss you at every other lamppost and we have to stop. And I was like, oh my God. But it literally took us like two hours to get home. And when we got back, he was like, so am I staying at yours? And I was like, no. I could see the look on his face like, oh my God. I've spent two hours. I've spent 25 quid on Malibu and pineapple juices. I've kissed her at every other lamppost for two hours and we've got home and she's not having sex with me. But anyway, that was my first ever date. Um, And obviously, unsurprisingly, I really fell for him. He was an absolute twat and it didn't work out. But 
looking back on it, it was kind of nice, actually, as a first date. It had its romantic elements. Leo? Yeah, so my, I think it was a date. <laughs> Here we go. So, okay, so there are kind of two contenders for, for first dates. The first one is, like, when I was in boarding school, there was this guy called Ross Gilbert. His friend, James, was like, oh, do you like my friend Ross? And I was like, I don't know, he's kind of mean to me. Maybe if he was nicer to me, maybe I'd like him. And then he spent a week being really nice to me. So I was like, okay, I'll go out with him. When it came to the weekend, because we were both full boarders, we held hands uh, in the car on the way to Cranbrook, which was the like local town where we would have outings to the sweet shop pages. So we go there. We've all been there. <laughs> and then on the Sunday, he was like, you don't really want to go out with me, do you? And I was like, I don't know, I guess not. And that was the end of that. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that was a, a date. full-blown relationship. Hey, that's a date. <laughs> Not just a date. It, it was definitely in fast motion. I think I was 10 or 11. Anyway, um, we held hands. That's how far that one got. The second one was when I was like 16 or 17. So if you get a very good grade on the baccalaureate, there's this bank, this French bank that gives you 100 euros and also a free trip to Vienna. I never took, took that free trip. But anyway, thanks to that, you had to like sign up. I can't quite remember where I met him, but there was this guy, Daniel, and he was like, oh, do you want to, I don't know, go to a museum? Anyway, we, somehow we ended up seeing this exhibition. It quite the, hazy in your mind. Uh, we like lay down and we looked at... <laughs> What? It was like in an ex- it's France. I don't know. It's like an exhibition. <laughs> we lay down. It's France. You went to a museum. Yeah, there was like a museum. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there. I'm guessing it was a museum, and there were like fake stars on the ceiling. Um, it was like a kind of like storytelling thing. Anyway, I can't remember. It was very cheesy and romantic. And then afterwards, I went back to my house. And I asked my dad, who had met him, because he'd walked me back to my house, like, oh, what did you think? And my dad was like, it's kind of for you to decide that. And I didn't really know. And later that day, I got a text from Daniel saying, oh, I really wanted to kiss you earlier. And I was like, oh, gross. <laughs> so I realized that I didn't like him, and I never wrote back. Aww. Sorry. <laughs> my first date, if I remember correctly, was with the local celebrity, John Gethin, right? <laughs> um, the whole date was like a farce from like start to finish. So basically we'd met, we, I had a Halloween party at my house. He was there. Somehow I ended up like kissing him. And if you remember, Catherine, he said that he wouldn't leave our house. He was like one of the last guests. He said he wouldn't leave unless I agreed to have a date with him, which looking back should have been like a warning sign <laughs> not to go. But I really wanted him to leave. So and I agreed. I was, at the time, <laughs> I was totally in his corner. I was like, yeah, Emma, just go on a date with him. <laughs> well, there you go. Seriously. That's how it starts. Um, so yeah, so I agreed for some reason. But let me just also preface by saying that he frequently throughout our date referenced his uh, 2006 win on the TV series Beauty and the Geek. No prizes for guessing which he was. <laughs> throughout our like quite awkward date, he threw out a series of strange statements um, ranging from, well, I used to be in all the school plays when I was younger, but then... All, we all went through puberty, and all the boys, they got really tall, and all, all I got was spots. I don't know what to say to that. And, and that was kind of awkward, but then it kind of also went so quite frightening. I've got a lot of demons. <laughs> Which has haunted me through the years. When we said goodbye, he texted me that day, and I never responded, and that was the end of that. Quite a lot of non-responding on yeah. our table. Ghosting is the common term yeah. for that. Do you now. know what I've also realized? That actually there might have been another first date that I had. Because if you guys were at the first kiss episode, some of you were, you might have found out that my first kiss ever was Dougie Craddock, who was at my school, which 
Nice one, Dougie. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and he was really into like trucks and buses. And he used to like, oh, he, he gave me a t-shirt that said, keep on trucking. Um, <laughs> I think that's fine. Does that that's mean fun. something? I don't think so. I think it's like, whoop, whoop, keep on trucking. <laughs> oh, it means something else. Is it Hate Ashbury in um, San Francisco? It's like Robert Crumb Underground Comics. Keep on I think it's to cr- do with trucks, and then actually. The, no, and then the, it's like Walk on the Sunny Side and the leg, the, the squidgy legs, the cartoon with the squidgy legs. It's a thing. Oh, my God, it was a Robert Crumb reference and you didn't go it's out with him. Hold on, guys. I didn't say I didn't go out with him. <laughs> yeah, so, and so that's what Keep on Trucking is. Yeah. Well, okay, that's important to know. I yeah, think he got the T-shirt from Primark. Um, <laughs> and so he was really into trucks and, like, I buses. I what, like you know, popular culture culture has done to that original reference because, you know... I think, I think give him the benefit of the doubt because he sounds amazing. Okay, he's a great guy. <laughs> anyway, um, and he was really into trucks and buses and, like, public transport and private transport, I guess, as well. And he had this friend who was a truck driver, which this all seems really weird now that I'm saying it. He used to text me sometimes, this guy, Scott, who was, like, a truck... <laughs> How I, old was Scott? Okay, let me also say that, that Dougie was like a compulsive liar. So whenever I was texting Scott, I was like, whatever, it's just Dougie. And then one day I was like, okay, come and pick me up in the truck. And he, him and this like 30-year-old man turned up and like <laughs> drove me around in this truck and I got to honk the horn. <laughs> it sounds like a dream now that I tell it, but that genuinely happened. <laughs> Nothing bad happened. I just got to honk the horn and we drove around the block and then How old that was were it. You? Well, yeah, that's my question, I guess, guys. Was that a date? There's nodding. Yeah, everyone's nodding. So no, I can, I've, got, I've actually got a Venn diagram to answer that that my well, sister made in I the I think interim. when we enter our what is a date section. Okay, fine. That'll be... Okay. okay, so I think we've all shared our embarrassing first date experiences. And I think that some of you, hopefully, when you got here earlier on, discussed with each other some of your yeah. embarrassing first date experiences. So I wondered if anyone wanted to share. I think you were in groups we chatting. Okay, Emma, you definitely know this story. But basically... Um, before I worked out that I didn't really like Japs, I was dating quite a lot of Japs. Um, and <laughs> I uh, met up with this guy we met. I said, let's meet at the place that we met, which was Barmy in Bristol, which is a really skeezy dive. And uh, I thought we'd go into Barmy, but no, no, his, fr- his cousin was waiting outside with <laughs> a car, and I got in the back of this car with this guy. I'd like to point out the guy that I was meeting spoke very little English, and like, the whole thing was very dodgy. And we drove about 30 minutes outside of Bristol, where I was then living, to a little village called Froome, <laughs> which has a we river. We all know it. Yeah, of course. Those guys have been there. <laughs> yeah, Froome, you know. Um, and there's a river and not a lot else. Uh, and we went to the pub, and that was quite nice at first. And then he was like, yeah, I'm just going to nip across the road, except he didn't use idiomatic English like that. And he was like, I'm just gonna, um, we're just going to nip across the road, and um, yeah, I might have to work a, sh- a short shift in this kebab van. <laughs> and I sat in my finery <laughs> um, while he worked like a six-hour shift in this kebab van. <laughs> and I just sat there like, right, okay. And then like, he took me upstairs, because like, you know, it's like a kebab shop more than a van. He took me upstairs, and he, made, he said, oh, I've made you this pizza. I was not vegetarian, I was vegetarian, so I was like, thanks, mate. <laughs> and then he had all these expectations that I don't think he could really, you know, <laughs> I don't think he justified them. But I had to be quite nice because his cousin had to drive me home. So it's a very difficult <laughs> situation. <laughs> so I people just confused about what their Lucy. first date was. Well, let's see. Lucy, you've got a first date you want to share. It's a long time ago, anyway. So I, I was uh, on the cusp of adolescence. Um, I think I was maybe 12. And, 12? Uh, yeah. So we it was the year that chocolate salty balls yeah. came out. Okay, that was the year. Chocolate. Is salty that balls. relevant to the story, or is I it just like our, I had it on CDs? 
so that song, yeah. I love so that, that song. <laughs> I have a single. I love that song. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. a great song. So TV anyway, single. We, after the, the disco with Chocolate Salty Balls, we swapped numbers and decided to go on a date. But it, obviously being 12, like it was the kind of thing that your parents dropped you off at the cinema where you obviously went. And I can't remember the film. But not because we were kissing. What do you mean? <laughs> what no were you doing? All I know is that he wore a very bright shirt and that some of my other friends went to the cinema with us and sat the row behind us and just, uh, just threw things at us for a lot of the film. And I say friends, maybe I was being bullied, I don't know. But um, <laughs> anyway, that was my first date. That's awful. Wow, that sounds great, friends. actually. It sounds like a proper teenage date as well. So mine is carrying on. It was another cinema-related date, but instead of anyone throwing anything back, we were like 13, and I remember both of us clinging onto the arm seat in between us because we were so nervous to hold hands. We didn't do that. Just for an entire film, we both like grabbed onto a bit of the seat, and that was like the that was there was no physical contact at all. That was it. Like we couldn't get any <laughs> further than that. That was kind of like all we wanted to try. And now you're married. No, no. no. <laughs> he dumped me on MSN. Oh. oh. It happens. With an emoji? No, no. With a no dumping emoji. emoji. So carrying on with the cinema, mm-hmm. slightly more physical contact, nothing crazy. <laughs> we went to watch, uh, I remember the movie, uh, Michael Moore, totally not, not, not date material. Like Bowling for Columbine. <laughs> Quite likely. Or Flint. Or no. Fahrenheit 9-11. Yeah, so I guess we Classic were date movie. trying to be intellectual or something. And right at the end, uh, so the same thing, we were just probably just gripping in our seats, like, oh, feeling very tense about our presence. And right at the end, with the, the end music, which was a, a Green Day cover of that song, I see trees of green, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked her, oh, can I kiss you? And she said yes, and yeah, and that was, that was great, and that was Aww. it. And then... Yeah, we just broke up <laughs> shortly after because it didn't make any sense. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we've got another first date, yeah. Britannia. Thanks. Uh, so my school was a church school, so lots of my friends were quite churchy. So I went along with them to a church club on a. I think it, no, I think I went on a Saturday night actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the level we were at. So <laughs> I, I was at church club, saw a nice boy there. Um, who went to one of the different schools in town. So then I kept going to church club. Um, it's very exciting. Um, sometimes we'd write notes to each other. And then eventually we went on this big date. And I was quite old, maybe 16. Um, and uh, we just walked around town for an hour. Then we'd run out of places to walk to because we come from quite a small town. So we just ended up hanging out in the cemetery, which was weird. And then we just said goodbye and did a high five, and, and that was the end of it. Then we carried on going out for a few more weeks, and then he dumped me by text, obviously. Aww. Yeah, it happens. I like the high five. Did you do a high five every time you left each other? only like special one-on-one time the rest of the time was the Saturday night church wait club. so the high five was the height of your relationship that was this physical yeah that because for me a high five is like put my hand in front of someone's face so that they don't kiss me like oh <laughs> that's <laughs> not high a high five I don't <laughs> know <laughs> oh oh we've got now another one friend has something to say uh-oh <laughs> well I, w- I was not the uh, the churchy person uh, at, at that time <laughs> but but you've made me feel very stupid now because while you were watching uh Fahrenheit 9-11. I was watching Miss Congeniality 2. 
Not a good film. I didn't watch Miss Congeniality, so that might have been the issue. Great film. <laughs> we were a fan of number one, but number two was a stinker. And also, you've got a, you got a cheeky snog. I didn't. <laughs> I was very disappointed, and, and that was that, really. Game over. <laughs> I think the theme there is that you should go see documentaries if you want to pull. Yeah, yeah. Get them so bored they have to kiss you. That's always my plan. You all know that. <laughs> well, any other first dates? I'm kind of disappointed because I do know that somebody's first date their parents were at, but I don't think they're feeling confident enough to share. <laughs> well, is it a date? that moves us very nicely onto our second section, which is, what is a date? Seriously, guys. We have made that joke once. What's a date, Tom Chambers? Come you on. made that joke. Is it coming together of minds? Ooh. <laughs> Very quickly, Harry. I know you've just arrived, Harriet. But do you have a first date story you want to share? Like your first ever date? You don't have to, but just because you. Um, the first date I went on was when I was like 20, 21. So I mean, I count dates as when you haven't been seeing the person. Um, but so I went on this date with this guy, and he took me to a. Um, he took me to the Cheshire Cheese. Have you ever been there? Yeah, no, it's nice. That? It's such a good pub. Everyone should go. And we just sat in this kind of corridor staring at people for like three hours talking about how weird everyone was. It was great. Uh, and then he asked me to do some miming because I was learning to be a mime at the time. And I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got really embarrassed. And I'm not really like that. I'm quite, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll go for it. Uh, and I wouldn't do it. And so he started miming in the middle of this corridor and it was really great. Uh, and we had a really good time. And then we went and hid in a churchyard. And, well, we, we did some things you're not meant to do in a churchyard. Um, not too much. Don't, don't make that noise. <laughs> and it was really nice. And I was like, oh, yeah, I love dating. That's but our second churchyard story today. And that's our most positive yeah. dating story we've yeah, had. Yeah, it is, actually. Seriously, though, guys, what is a date? Can I, just, can I just jump in here with my Venn diagram? Go on. women. Let me just... Let me just clarify, this is an intervention for you specifically because you so frequently question if things are dates or not. I do have like a right lot of now, questions. she probably thinks we're all on a giant group date. <laughs> is that accurate? I have a, I, okay, so I have a very specific question. Go on. Which is, I, someone asked me along to a dance class next week that they are leading. <laughs> but wait, there's more. They asked, they asked me on Tinder to come to this dance class. That's marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For, for anyone who didn't hear it, that was, that's marketing. But hold on, there's more. And then for a coffee after. That's a date, potentially. Do you have any other questions? I know you have a lot of questions about dates. Let's get them all out now. <laughs> I guess the Venn diagram answers a lot of my questions. But because I feel like think dates can be, can progress that way. So you could start with it being coincidental. Like, oh, I just happened to be here. And you just happened to, <laughs> to be also here. Not a date. <laughs> Definitely not. A I date. think the word intentional is probably in the definition. <laughs> no, but, of a date. but then, so you both meet at that place, and then like a few hours later, you're still there because you, what? like because right now, you, like right now, we're all here. Like earlier on, we were all here, and now a few hours later, we'll st we're still here. Are you talking about because you've like followed someone? <laughs> Are you talking to? Is there any conversation between you two throughout this? <laughs> So I, what, what are the scenarios? As you all know, I do do the following a little bit. <laughs> They're all nervous about the fact we're in a locked room. <laughs> I accept that those aren't dates. But, okay. And it's not so much following as knowing... 
as knowing where they are at all times. Okay. Right. Well, let's yeah, just. Okay. I think before we get to your clarifying answer Venn diagram, which I'm excited about. Yeah, I'm happy. Let's just maybe question. Like, do you always know if you're on a date or not? Because I think no. th- this panel, especially one person on this panel, like even on Tinder, confused. even if it's Tinder, if if like you meet a certain time and you pre-plan, is it That's a date? Because probably a date. Because the thing is, with Tinder, you haven't seen the person before, you haven't met them, so you don't actually know that you like each other. Yeah, it's, I, it is a blind date. That's what it is. Yeah, so you meet up. We've got a response from the audience. When you're married, it's always a date. Aww. <laughs> Nobody like that, apart from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of single people in the room. This is a yeah. date right now, Tom. This is a cheat date, mate. I knew we were on a date. <laughs> I knew it. So, for example, I went on this date once, uh, which was a Tinder date, and... I don't think that it was a date because she'd written, I'm looking for friends in London. I think that that means not a date. So we hung out for a while. So the ground started spinning. I felt like really disorientated. I couldn't stand up straight. I kept falling over. Were you on a roundabout? <laughs> More likely. Were you on ketamine as a question posed? There was, there was not a roundabout or ketamine. It was just a pancake place, a gluten-free pancake place. <laughs> <laughs> of course why didn't we guess that straight away I walked it back to the overground because I couldn't like walk anymore and I couldn't like walk straight it was really embarrassing I also bumped into someone that I kind of vaguely knew and so that's that- a date <laughs> <laughs> that, that was really disorienting as well because it's like what are you doing in my face right now where have you come from and then and then I walked back are you okay right now <laughs> and and then I had to like just stay in bed for ages because I felt so sick yeah that's not a date um, okay, so I guess the question is, like, do you always know if you're on a date is what I'm trying to answer. And I think sometimes I've been confused. And I mm. think that something that, okay, so I've been told by a friend, if the goodbye at the end is awkward, then you're on a date. <laughs> Which I think, okay, so I'm going to talk about a football date that I went on and whether or not it was a date. Because I think that me and the other person involved still to this day are not sure if we're on a date. I think what made me think it was a date was, number one, the ending, the goodbye was very awkward, but that's because we were at the tube and I thought it was the last tube and I thought if I miss it now, I will never be able to get home, so I ran away. That's sensible, right? Apparently, that made it seem like it was a date. Also, um, we went to see a football match and the young gentleman paid for the tickets. Now, he was supposed to organize it, so he paid for it, and I think that's fine. And then afterwards, I texted him saying, oh, hey, um, just let me know your bank details, I'll pay you back, because, like, you know... I'm a modern lady, and also, you know, it's fair to share, and it's probably quite expensive. And, you know, every time I sent him a text, he would reply, don't worry, but he would never respond to that information about the bank details. So that made me think, oh, he's paid for it, he doesn't want to accept any money, definitely a date. Only months later, when I owed him, like, a significant amount of money for something else, not football-related, did I realize he just doesn't know his bank details. (laughs) So I'm not sure if it was a date. That's my big question mark. I'm always accidentally going on dates that I didn't realize the dates um and in my mind I never really understood this confusion you know it's, it's come up a lot on our radio show Leo is talking about going to the library and she sees someone she doesn't know and she's on a date and I'm like <laughs> look so it's many not a date unless you pre-arrange it and you've got to kiss at the end no no then I've never been on a date because <laughs> Because that, that doesn't work. Because that means that it's only a date after the fact. Because it, you can only know... And that doesn't work. Because people a go on philosophical dates. conundrum. You could say, oh, we just want to be friends. Because it didn't work Still out. Still a date. But a date is like, there's a bit of... So that's how I've always... And now I've, I'm really questioning that. One thing that has happened to me a number of times is that people have asked me out on a date but not made it clear it's a romantic date. 
because they've kind of maybe emailed me at work because we're work colleagues and they've said hey do you want to go for a drink on Thursday and I'm like yeah we'll go for a drink on Thursday we work together we're friends and then you're in the pub and they're like kind of stroking your arm you're like it wasn't wasn't me why are they doing that you go oh I've got to go because you know it's Tuesday and I need to put a wash on and it's half nine so I'm gonna go home and they're like I'll walk you to the station you're like alarm bells (laughs) (laughs) we work around the corner I know how to get home and they're like no I'll come with you arm rub oh my god we're on a date and they're like have you had a good time this evening We've had a bottle of wine and we've bitched about all our colleagues. Obviously, I've had a great time, but I didn't realize that now we're under some kind of romantic contractual agreement that we're on a date and you're going to try and kiss me in the tube. So this has happened to me a number of times in people that I've worked with. That's and I'm like, high this five. is very awkward. You can't work with people and ask them out on a date without making it obvious it's a date. So yeah, I, I'd say this has happened to me four or five times. Have you... I was about to ask you if you've ever had a problem where you didn't know it was a date. Obviously, that's your entire problem that you don't know things are dates. Oh, God, never. Has anyone else ever been on an accidental date? For my job, I have to have lots of one-on-one meetings with people. (laughs) You know, in in my head, when I ask someone, like, you know, so I'm a community organiser, and, you know, you're trying to get to know people, build relationships in the community and so on. And so you say to people, oh, you know, could we grab a coffee? I'm more interested to hear about you and so on. And um, I, I think the way that I used to phrase it might have made people a bit confused. And there were quite a few times when, you know, we'd leave this interaction in the coffee shop and I'd get a text message saying, oh, I had a great time. Let's definitely go for a drink again, which is like really awkward. Yeah. You're getting your business card out and they're like, oh, she's giving me her number. <laughs> I know. I was taking like action points down at the meeting. (laughs) (laughs) So I was at home at my parents over Christmas and I went out with my friends at the local walkabout bar, which I'd never been to before, so that was interesting. And I saw a guy... You don't have to lie to us. We've (laughs) never been to a walkabout bar. (laughs) And I saw a guy I went to sixth form with and I was like, oh, like, hi, how are you? Let's get a drink sometime. And he was obviously thinking, oh, great. I didn't know and I got there to the pub like two days after to meet him and he booked us a table for dinner he wouldn't let me pay for anything and I felt a bit bad because I wasn't that interested and the next time that we went out I, I went and said to him I was like oh really nice to see you again I just don't want to give you the wrong idea you know don't want to go on dates at the moment and he was like oh to be honest Sophie I just wanted to get dinner like what are you doing <laughs> That's but it's so not true. I know, I know it wasn't But he true. turned it around so cleverly. Like, no. Sorry, I was just really hungry and wanted something expensive. Um, to pay for someone else's <laughs> meal both also. Of us. Yeah, so I got date ambushed and then rejected. So, <laughs> so wait a minute, preempting. are you ambush? Yes. <laughs> and accidental the front date. Here. You knew they were so common. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I've, I'm actually embarrassingly, I'm on the other side of this. I was the one that thought I was on a series of dates, and I definitely wasn't, <laughs> like, for quite a long time. Was it with Leo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm on the right, right now. <laughs> uh, we're in a 10-year relationship. Yeah, but you both think <laughs> that, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, no, it was, like, six weeks, honestly, and uh, basically, me and this girl were playing against each other in rugby, and she came up to me afterwards, and she was like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going? I thought, yeah, I'm in there, this is great. And then we talked about Halloumi, so I was like, let's go on a Halloumi tour of London. And like The most erotic <laughs> cheese of all. Exactly. The most erotic And I took her to all these Halloumi places for like six weeks, and I kept thinking, man, my moves are off. Like, we are not. This is really nice, and we're having a great was time. Was it bad Halloumi? Yeah, it was the Halloumi. It was at fault. No. Too squeaky. <laughs> it's very squeaky. 
Uh, no, it's definitely me. And uh, yeah, anyway, but after about sort of six, six weeks of this, eventually she was like, oh, right, yeah, no, you're into me, okay. We ended up going out, so it's fine. But like, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was Your nice. persistence and the yeah, halloumi paid off. Exactly. I mean, the halloumi was great halloumi, you know, yeah. But no, we went out for a couple of years. It was nice. I, I used to think that perseverance was a tactic, but actually it doesn't work. Not usually, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think we're still, I'm still confused. Leo, you've got a Venn diagram. Thank you. Thank you for letting me speak about this Venn diagram. So my sister did it in the interval. It has three circles. One of them is with partner slash love interest. Hopefully, you know, you are interested in your partner, um, but also love interest. So I can see why that distinction is there. The next one is outside of the house. So one of the things that came up when we were talking about that is what if it's at one of your houses? I think that's okay. But I think if you both live there, it doesn't count. Um, And finally, is it (laughs) pre-planned? Like, did you plan for it to be like an event, not just like hooking up or um, randomly bumping into someone that doesn't count? So all of these things have to... So if it's just two of those elements, then obviously it's not a thing. That's how Venn diagram works. Um, But if it's all three, then that is the colored in area, which means date. I think you can have a date at home. I think like casual sexual encounters fulfill all three of your criteria, but I wouldn't call them a date. That's true, they Good do. Good point. The yeah. diagram has been criticised. Ariane, how do you feel about that? Like um, a booty call does fit there, pre-planned, a booty with partner or love interest booty call outside is of inside house. the house. Not necessarily, but it... Yeah. A it's shared house, It's an though. activity that would usually be inside a house. I okay. think... And the date night exception is an exception because you have to... You have to give it the title date night. Oh my god, we've got we a character. Guys, right. we've got a lively we've got debate. A right for <laughs> lively debate. Mr. Um, Key, please join. Please let's hear your opinion. I, I don't think a booty call is pre planned, is it? Oh, that's Ooh. a good point. Oh, How pre okay. is pre? Also, I, also, I don't think, uh, I think if you go on Tinder, it's definitely a date. To your Tinder, point. Tinder's a very inefficient way to meet friends. <laughs> okay, are we all clear then? That was Very Loose Women's interactive show in the pub. Thanks for listening. Uh, Next on is Global Globules.